It's Tuesday, February 8, 2022. If Russia invades, uh, then uh, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. President Biden vows controversial Russian pipeline won't go forward if they invade Ukraine. The authorities declared a state of national disaster after fields and rivers were inundated by floodwaters. Madagascar reels from second deadly cyclone in two weeks. Plus, bad news and good as new satellite data catches methane super emitters. That sounds mostly bad. All of those bad and good news stories straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. You take the United States of America out of the fossil industry right now, I guarantee you the world will get, the climate will get more more challenged and dirtier. Oh, okay, great. Thanks, Joe Manchin. So we should just stick with your family's million-dollar coal business? Got it. That'll make the climate cleaner. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, Germany entered into a deal with Russia some time ago to get a whole bunch of energy from them. And now that may be causing problems? (laughs) Yes, indeed. Uh, Geopolitical tensions are rising, and so are oil prices along with it. In a joint press conference at the White House on Monday, President Biden and new German Chancellor Olaf Scholz issued a coordinated warning to Russia vowing swift sanctions if President Putin launches a new invasion of Ukraine. Biden said that the controversial Nord Stream 2 natural gas pipeline from Russia to Germany won't go forward. If Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the the, the border of Ukraine uh, again, then uh, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. However, Chancellor Schultz would not explicitly commit to halting operations of the Nord Stream 2. Overall, the escalating conflict plus tight oil and gas supplies globally have both driven oil and natural gas prices up more than 20 percent over the last six weeks. Mm, funny how that happens. In other news, at least 20 people were killed and more than 55,000 displaced in Madagascar over the weekend after the second deadly cyclone in two weeks pummeled the impoverished island nation, intensifying an ongoing humanitarian crisis. Torrential rainfall from Cyclone Batsarai triggered flash floods in the island's agricultural heartland, sweeping away entire villages. The United Nations warns Madagascar is on the brink of the world's first climate change famine directly caused by man-made global warming due to years of unrelenting drought. Who could have predicted it? The world's rapidly shrinking glaciers have less ice than previously thought, according to a new study in Nature Geoscience, with major implications for drinking water supplies. Glaciers around the world are rapidly melting due to man-made global warming. Less glacial mass to melt means glaciers could contribute less to sea level rise than previously thought. However, it also means freshwater supplies could decline sooner than expected for the millions of people worldwide who 
depend on glacial melt for their drinking water, crop irrigation, and everyday use. Is that the good news, bad news thing you were talking about? No, that's next. Uh-oh. Meanwhile, a growing number of satellites are now able to detect so-called super emitters of climate warming methane around the planet. The bad news is that the satellite data revealed, for example, that oil and gas facilities in West Texas released 1,800 huge bursts of methane in just three years. Well, that's just them keeping the climate clean, as Joe Manchin might say. It's the climate pollution equivalent of half a million cars a year. However, a new study in the journal Science suggests that data can help governments prioritize enforcement efforts. The researchers found that cracking down on just methane super emitters would be a low-cost, high-impact way that countries and fossil fuel companies could make immediate cuts to methane pollution. That would help slow down near-term global warming, buying us time to cut longer-lasting carbon emissions. Some good-ish news. Japanese carmaker Nissan announced that it will end development of new internal combustion engines in all of its major markets to focus all of its resources on shifting to electric vehicles. Cool. Except in the U.S. Nissan says limited (laughs) development will continue on gasoline engines for the U.S. market, mainly those used for pickup trucks, where it projects demand for gas-powered trucks will persist. Because America loves its gas. And finally, Chinese electric vehicle battery maker BYD has introduced its U.S. version of an electric school bus that utilizes what's called vehicle-to-grid technology. When the bus is not transporting school children, it can serve as a big yellow storage battery for the electric grid. Very nice. Why don't we ever get to do good stuff like that? For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Ah!